the story that must be told. From beginning to end. Now, here's a little story I got to tell. Here is a story about music. Stories about songs. Rhyme. Warriors Inc. Anyone that knows me personally or from my radio show, writing, DJ sets, any of those things, probably knows that my tastes tend to dig a little bit deep. And it's not about trying to root for the underdog or anything particular necessarily, it's just that my taste is often leaned that way. And it's always been that way for me, even before hip hop. Even with popular groups like Earth, Wind & Fire, my favorite song was Jupiter. Like, you know, not a song people necessarily know for Earth, Wind & Fire. Or, you know, Gil Scott Haran, my favorite project. And one that I heard, you know, I was 10 years old, was on 1980. And that those lyrics spoke to me. So I learned about other things later. I just really listened to music, mainly the writing, especially early on. And that would just draw me in. So I didn't always think about what was popular at all. And that also became true once I became aware of rap, you know, and so kind of the same thing. So early on, I get a lot of frustrations would happen because artists would come out with songs I really like and then I never hear from them again. They do one, maybe two, or a couple of singles. You know, people like Spanish Fly and the Terrible Two and um, the Almighty Three or the Magnificent Three, these groups that only probably the real hardcore fans from that era of the early to mid 80s know about like some of my favorites when they first came out and then that was like you know that was it you know so I was always like had that problem so I wanted to make sure I reflect that in this uh, podcast and a lot of these episodes in this first season about artists are really well known or at least rather well known I don't think there was anyone that was like I think all the names and these stories are going to be known at this point you know with the exception of maybe today Chicago's own rhyme when I come around, you better hide out like honeycombs. Spill it in your funny bones. I'm good for the money songs. I get an A for my team like Baraka. Dope rhyme dropper. Let you know it's proper. It all came about because I went to this industry event in Chicago in 1995. And I don't even know any details of what it was, where it was, or why I even went. I don't even know. But... I know it was going to be a part of this thing where their artists could play a demo and they would get feedback, you know, a critique from a panel. And one of the people on that panel was Daddy O. Daddy O. Saying what I mean, meaning what I say. Hooray, you tune chant when my rhymes is play. If I may today demonstrate my sway, a display like the Grammy should have with the Sade. My way, my occupation on the MIC. The way I handle my rhyme, they call it mastery. Quaking earth, crashing symbols, ringing bells over chimes. And you all want to come here in Daddy's rhyme. I was a big fan of Stet. I thought it'd be a good way to meet Daddy-O, who had shifted more um, in the business side of things. He was working as an A&R at the time. You know, he'd already had his solo album come out. The group was done, and he was doing more of that side of things. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to go check this out and see what it's all about. I only remember two groups that day. One was an all-girl group. Probably just became teen or early mid-teens. And it was kind of more of like a, you know... I mean, it was, they were playing a demo, but I had this idea they were probably like more like dancers and like, you know, how they had matching outfits. And like, it was more like, you know, they weren't like seasoned 
rappers and MCs. They were like making like pop rap. I remember like they got like a, you know, a, a courteous critique from most of the panelists. Like they were like, oh, that was that was cute. Or that was, oh, that was adorable. That was, you know, these different people were saying that on the panel. But then it got to Daddy-O and Daddy-O was like, I'm gonna be honest. I think that sucked and I'm gonna tell you why. I mean, people might think that's harsh, and he made a point of, you know, addressing that that idea. Like, this may sound harsh, but if you really want to be in this business, it's a hard business, it's a harsh business. So I'm just gonna tell you, if you really want to do this, you have to really put some effort, or at least realize that it's not something you're gonna jump in, make this quick money, and, and be a star, because that happens so rare. So he kind of gave him that kind of feedback. And I remember thinking, like, man, he kept it really, really real <laughs> with these young with these young ladies. But at the same time, I was like, you know, it's true. You know, if any one of them were, you know, got that experience and decided to quit, you know, they probably weren't gonna have what it was needed to survive in this business. So I, I was like, okay, I, he he may have given the most harsh uh, uh, review, not the most harsh, but a harsh review. But I think it maybe had uh, merit. Anyway other artist was a guy named Ryan and I remember he uh, played his tape and right away I was like yo this is actually a really good tape one of the you know best demos I heard around that time it's 95 and I remember thinking he had this vocal quality similar to King T I know King T was popping up in these stories now that's the King T moment here is that Ryan had a voice that just sounded like King T and he was great with the rhyme schemes and wordplay. Uh, the production was was interesting. And I remember that was like the, the one artist that Daddy-O and other panelists too, really connected with. This goes out to all the lyrical warriors for keeping it raw and uncut. And he played a song called Warriors, Inc. Check it out, Rapper smoke bud like he can make them wiser. But what they don't know won't hurt them. Let me work them. I rock crowds from here to Hammond. Examine the way they style for my rhymes like famine. I used to blow jobs like a prostitute with lots of loot. Didn't want to work, so I stayed at home to watch the two. Grew up in K-Town, hooping in the playground. And so later on, when that, you know, he was done in the crowd, I saw him. I went up to him to be like, hey, man, that was a really dope demo. I'm on the radio. I got a show called Time Travel. And so he gave me the tape. Um, it had three songs. Warriors, Inc., Beware, and Don't Play With Them. And all the songs were solid, especially the first two. And I used to give them all a decent amount of play on my radio show. And then after that, I just kind of lost touch. You know, that was 95. I played it on my show for the next couple of years, and then I'd bring it back every once in a while. But I never heard from Rhyme. I don't think again from that point until 2005 or something like that uh, when the, the Facebook era was kicking in and I found him on Facebook somehow and so he got reconnected to that and I learned from there that he's been doing music nonstop, which is always great to hear because a lot of times you know artists great artists sometimes make these demos and you know it happened in the 80s and 90s and I'm sure it happens again still now um, I have artists that make these great demos or great maybe one album or one project and then doesn't do well and they just quit and so when you find or someone that actually stay with it it's like unfortunate they may not have gotten known from that music but it's great they're still making great music so 
when I was doing this episode, I was like, let me reach out to Rhyme and find out what he remembers about this event. And so I hit him up. He had some, some like, you know, um, things he wasn't sure about too. He didn't remember exactly what it was, um, but he does know that he heard about the event through Chili Q at WHBK. And he used to go to the station, he would like go there just to do freestyles, kick rhymes over beats. And Chili Q eventually became his manager and producer, but he didn't produce this particular demo, Warriors Inc. But he did tell him about this event. And he told me also, which I thought was dope, that the song Warriors Inc. was recorded that actual day. He wanted to have a brand new song to play at this event. So he recorded that day. And so it was literally, if I can find the flyer for that show, I don't know exactly the day that song was made. And he says Daddy O stayed in touch with him for like a while. You know, Daddy O was trying to help him get a record deal and nothing came through, but eventually connected with Naughty by Nature. And he actually got a chance to, um, he was asked to rhyme over the phone for Night by Nature. They liked what they heard. So a week later, they flew to Chicago and to meet him and started sending him beats. So he was working on these um, KG beats for a demo with Naughty, but nothing ever happened. For whatever reason, like, you know, they got busy with other stuff and then they just lost touch. So, you know, he's one of those artists that had these opportunities all the time, but they, a lot of them didn't pan out. But he ended up doing a different um, showcase that was more of a contest, um, like around the same time. And that's where he met local producer and icon, a guy named M-Doc. And through that, because he won, this one was a contest and he won the best demo in this contest. And he partnered with M-Doc, they started working together. And eventually they moved to L.A. They both moved to L.A. to work on music. And Doc's also working on films now. And they did a bunch of albums. And he just sent me like 10 albums that he's done over the last, since 95. Why you wanna try to keep a good man down? I guess it's just in your nature to be a player hater. Can't trust a soul from the richest to the wisest. Disguises come in all shapes and sizes. I'm allergic to the seven deadly sins. The devil is green. Stick around till it is. I got friends that's incarcerated odds to make it a slim news. Every month I send them gym shoes. No rules in this game called survival. Anything goes. I Dude is still active. M Doc just released a new film and he has music in the film. So he's one of those guys that's never been, never stopped, been nonstop doing his music active the whole time. So basically the story of Rhyme is one of those reminders that there are countless MCs out there who have been making great music forever for decades sometimes that you might never hear and I want to use my various platforms to help give those artists light and definitely Rhyme is one of those guys so shout out to Rhyme and the Warriors Inc you can find his music on SoundCloud and DatPiff on YouTube he's either Rhyme or the real Rhyme one so shout out Rhyme the Warriors Inc you rap please claiming that you got G's you whack them C's, I be swinging on like trapeze No turning back in the game like this I put it all on the table when it comes to my label And share threats by that in the red Lex And send his dead text to Stephen King by FedEx I'm taking names, you and your dames That explains why I had Alice in Chains Up on my hustle, early in the morning While you sit in star dreams I stay busy like Walgreens And network like Nickelodeon I hit the podium to make collateral and me 
battle who you better off as a bartender you couldn't catch wreck if the mic was a cop tender surrender or get injured I attended to tear his Achilles tendon You hindered, stamina winded By ships made of pinmen Lyrics swing straight for your appendix It surrenders, how I end this Chicago to Memphis My the bomb like the Olympics